true Freljordian welcome. Yes, a true Freljordian welcome indeed. Welcome back to Voices of the Old Ones. I'm joined by my co-host Gomez. Hello! And uh, it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Uh, it has. We're, we're, uh, we're just going to go over uh, all the stuff that we've missed since uh, the last time we posted an episode, which would have been the release of Bandle. Before yes, we no, even had Yordles. Yes, because we did, obviously we did a little bit before the release, like uh, some of our thoughts and opinions and that, but then it came out and we've kind of left it for a little while since then. So both of us have been busy with other things in our like our lives and such. And so sadly, we did manage to get off um, our first opinions of actually playing the cards. But it's been a little while now, so I think we can give a better assessment of how the cards have been going. But also Worlds, the World Championship happened during that time. And um, we've had like a, a little patch and that, but Worlds was insane. The decks that were brought were like, I was like, I feel out of all the tournaments that there have been so far, like the, at least that I've witnessed personally, um, out of all the tournaments that have been so far that have been official, this has been the most craziest number one because they are the best people in the world, but two, one of the most diverse. I say diverse, there was obviously some overlaps with decks, but mm -hmm. in general, quite a like array of different decks. Considering like normally whenever you see this, it's like, you know, there's always the standards and that there's always that this is like you know what I mean there there seems to be a lot more variety in decks. <laughs> yeah, the the fact that uh they announced the 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 nerf on Twitter, the nurse on Twitter and said this will be the world's patch, I feel like it made like a big difference to the amount of creativity we saw in people's decks because it kind of, like these are the best players in the world being told that what was reasonably the last minute when you think about <laughs> it, it, it was. That, that the best decks in the game basically off the table practically deleted or at yeah. least um in the case of uh, azarelia practically deleted so yeah. uh we we saw like the, the 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 fight or flight reflex of some of the best players in the world frantically trying to make the best lineup they could um with what was when you when you consider it a very short time frame i mean it is true that like in terms of going into worlds like in terms of the actual like the first thing as you say that patch i think came out like two days or something before the first rounds were going to go through. And I said, like, it hit some really big decks, as you say. Like, you know, not only just Zero Aurelia, but like uh, because of the hit on Merciless Hunter and, um, which is the Shape Stone and, and that, 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 those kind of cards really hit certain decks, like, you know, um, like Akshan decks as well. And, and that and obviously we did see some Akshan decks still in the, which is in Worlds, but. It was just crazy that, that, like, when you considered, like, the pendulum of, oh, what's it called? You know, the, the thing which, oh, crap, well, I can't remember what, the, what it's called, with. it's one way or the other, like, the ex it's extreme one way or extreme the other way. Um, the, the, the like, dipole? I don't know, like, uh, um... yeah, when it's something along those lines. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't remember. But the point is, the fact that we had literally just been told before Worlds, okay, by the way, there's not going to be any patch, which it patch updates in terms of, uh, like, nerfs and uh, buffs until the 20 something of October. Yeah, uh, we're still waiting for our next patch currently. Yes. In theory. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, so he told us, like, this, this is going way back. We got told, like, there wasn't going to be anything until then. And then, like, two or three days before Worlds, okay, we're making all of these changes to these really big powers. Ha ha, Exactly that. That was crazy. As you said, like, you know, we, we got to see some of the world's best, or the, the world's best uh, Rune Terror players having to react to that fact. And I think that we saw some, like, you know, unbelievable um, deck choices we saw some unbelievable matches like i know um i know that janky's not actually watched all of worlds yet but i will recommend going back and watching because there's definitely some matches um crazy change arounds with like top decks and cards like that like, i mean like, there was literally number one one of the ones you've definitely got to go is watch uh margin bay when he's against impact because he forgets to equate the impact damage going to his core as well, and he actually loses that match. Oh no! Because he does like he just <laughs> he just defends what's on the ball, thinking, yeah, no, that's gonna keep me alive with like a okay, maybe like a one, two, or three health or something, and he just like leaves it to go to the next turn. So he's got things that he leaves on the back line. 
they could have put out there. And he doesn't, and then just for, you, the reaction of his face when he realizes that, like you know, that he's that he's dead. Amazing. <laughs> I, I had like I, I obviously much lower stakes, but I had like literally the exact same thing the other day. Like uh, I I just I don't read cards nowadays because like I just I'm so I'm <laughs> so I am so confident that I know what cards do just from memory. Yeah. That when someone plays a card that I don't see very often, sometimes it's my downfall. Uh, yeah. What is the dumb new Minotaur, which is like when when I enter something can't block, death rattle, make another one of me kind of in hand. Yes. That, that yes. That that one. Yeah. It, it's I the weakest. <laughs> dead ass forgot that it had overwhelm, and I just I just gave my opponent lethal when I had counter lethal <laughs> the next turn. <laughs> I blocked with a spiderling when I had a full board of great blocks, and then like I just died. I was like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> I see." Devastating, and um, yeah. So there's, there's definitely some matches like that that you've got got to check out. Uh, as I said to you, like before, like so, you might have to help me saying the name again. Is it Shiku or Shiku? Uh, Shihu? Shihu, yeah. Shihu, Shihu is my hero for going into worlds. They ended up getting third place in the tournament, which is like a, is, a, is a great achievement, and. The magnificence of the fact their lineup included, like, feel the like, no one expected that lineup out of every going back to Trundle and Trendemir, feel the rush. There was also just like a classic Ezra, which is uh, Ezreal Draven, which, like, you know, a lot of people have been changing Ezreal for Caitlyn or they've been experimenting around with that deck a lot, but bringing the classic saying, no, this is all it needs to be. And then a Heimalist! That's why he's my hero! <laughs> he got a Heimalist and took it to third place. It's a it's a wacky Heimalist as well. Like, it's running uh, three of Sunburst, but only one Hidden Pathways, like the draw spell. Yeah. Like, it, there are some weird numbers here, but it is super cool. It's, it's the amazing that it's like basically everyone banned it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to play against it either. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I know that obviously um, Alan, who ended up winning, also brought like a, he brought a uh, wasn't which it wasn't um, that crazy a deck, but the crazy deck Ezreal Vi Shellfolk. Yeah, Ezreal Vi Shellfolk. Yeah, and we got to see it once. And we never saw it again. It, because... I've I've played some games with that deck. The turns last forever. Like you you never run out of mana. Like post turn, like not if you go into the late game, like you're on turn nine, you're in some kind of control mirror. Your turns last decades. Yes, it's unreal. It is uh, a lot of fun though. Yeah, the fact that he, like we got to see it once, and like I swear that just for a couple of predicts and whatnot, like Alan ended up with I don't know, like eight six, six or eight mystic shots. Yeah, he ended up just throwing like and the craziness of obviously that value with Ezreal doing um damaging like it's it's a really crazy deck. It's a really well well made deck, which I believe it was Panda who made the deck originally. Yes, um, that, yeah, that's correct. Yes, uh, which apparently like. Alan was actually supposed to like mention that in his post game interview or his post post <laughs> interview and he didn't. Then Panda was like, "I'm gonna have words with him afterwards." <laughs> 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 he didn't mention it, but said like Alan well deserved. Like I feel like um, as you said, Janky, that people have pretty much considered Alan to be the best the best Legends of Runeterra player and this just cemented that fact and if you watch the end of Worlds or just watch Alan's progress the whole way through Worlds it's very clear to see why because literally that man the the patience and the way that he can assess every single thing to know what the best move is to do at that exact moment like he, he basically like weighs up everything that he knows because obviously like open deck list he knows everything that's in the opponent's list and so just goes okay, right? What what could they possibly lose use on me this turn? And his his ability to wait and have the patience is crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. to, to uh, they, people are generally quite upset about open deck list, and I think open deck list allows you to see the brain and the gears turning of like the the best of the best of the best players. Like when. I, I do not like, like, I don't really have a great reasoning for this, honestly. This is, might just be personal preference, but I love seeing open decklist tournaments because just, I, 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 I love it when players know exactly what they are risking whenever they make risky plays. Like, whenever they go in for lethals, they know, well, in theory, they're the best players in the world. They know exactly what could be in their hands. They are weighing the risks, risks and they're deciding what's worth it to, like, the exact, like, it's yes. not like they could have this. It's like 
they could have this and they definitely could not have this other thing hmm. for example well that being said created by meta yeah, I mean, with, I mean, with... to be fair, there are bandits they did bring a lot of creation cards, looming telescope and the mayor. Mm-hmm. Like, there were so many different creation cards now, whereby, you know what? It's impossible to play around everything. I, I swear that I've seen some people who can comment, especially, listen, like uh, some of the crazy RNG that can be. I think it was um, some of the best players I've seen on Twitter and whatnot. Like, I spe- like, say, like, Imagine not playing round like three mana judgment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine not being able to play around that foolish fool. Should have played around it. Come on, exactly. Guys. Yeah. No, I. So, oh, <laughs> uh, one thing that I find like quite funny is that generally the people who brought. So I'm just looking at like the deck list now. Yes. Um. The people who brought the most like solid deck lists throughout the like the history of the game, like the the most standard deck lists, are well, I say the history, the safe choices like Dra- uh, Sion Draven, uh, Nami Zoe, uh, and um, one of these people took discard aggro. That's that's super cool. But um, the, yeah. <laughs> the 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 really safe deck lists actually didn't make it very far at all oh, yeah. which i think is really cool <laughs> i know right that that is great like when you think about it when you look at the statistics i just say you'd think these are like you know like box standard like, these have been perfected for like <laughs> ages like in terms of the amount of time which people have put like every single time new cards come in these archetypes get more and more refined and the fact that they didn't even see to like that i say that is glorious in of itself the fact like you know how it, it shows how varied and how viable loads of different things are. And obviously it all matters about the luck on the day, what you draw and oh, yeah. everything. But as you say, you know, if, you, if you're a great player, then you just top deck what you need. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when needed. But yeah, yeah. True, fact, true that. <laughs> but the fact that even, um, I do apologize. I cannot remember the, the name of the the player who came second. He was an amazing uh, guy from the y- Asian Yamato, I believe. Yamato, uh, amazing guy from the um, Asian servers, and the fact that he got second with a darkness list, and yeah. that <laughs> the thing, I think that he was probably one of the only people who brought darkness. Um, because it's one of those kind of deck lists, right? Whereby it relies heavily on those champions. If those mm-hmm. champions go, then there is moves that it still has because obviously there is the sentinel who can still make the darkness hit at core um regardless of things but it still is probably one of the more riskier um lists to bring and the fact that he still got second and and won so many times with that deck just well done yeah <laughs> well done yeah. to him I, I i i really like uh the the way he has like the numbers on the darkness list as well and um like I, I, this might just be me not really like thinking about it, but I, I hadn't seen anyone running Rekindler in this list yet, which seems like a no-brainer. But like, um, it makes a it makes a really, really big difference. Yeah, well, definitely. Uh, yeah. yeah, so that that all went down. So worlds happened, and I said like we got to see some of the like uh, the best of the best in play, and it's one of those things whereby everything was like other than the beginning. Because obviously there was some problems at the beginning. There was some problems with um, like the setup of the first tournament, like the first knockout thing. There was like some problems going on there. There was obviously the problems of them just giving you these random, which is like a nerfs and buffs, literally yeah. just before going in. But that aside, the actual thing when we got down to the, the which is like at the top of the top, it ran so smoothly. The the casting was fantastic and just the players with all their moves and everything it was one of the best events that i've ever watched in terms of esports and considering the fact that i watched hearthstone for a very long time esports wise just like this has blown all that out of the water the crazy moments that happened and everything but it didn't have brian kibler's beautiful voice it didn't it didn't, and it also didn't have random Ragnaros eight damage random that, that being said brian kibler did do an lor event didn't he like Earlier think, this year, or sorry, last year, didn't he? He, he probably did when, um, yeah, no, it wouldn't surprise me if he did because, yeah, I think that they were just getting like 
whoever they could who like who are big names because in fact like Brian Clip is a really big name within Hearthstone. It would not oh, surprise I... me um if they got him in um for a, a bit. But yeah. um but also I I love that she who made it so far through the tournaments because like uh that is now like unequivocally unequivocally the best player that I have ever beaten. With, uh, oh, you've actually with, you baited him. Well, I, I used to be quite high up the European ladder, and uh, I love this. Sto- I love this story because um, I was playing. I was playing Demacia. I forced Demacia every season. I was playing elites, and he was playing some really like creative list. I don't remember exactly what the list was, but um, it was it was it was something quite creative. And yeah. um, I ended up winning with vanilla damage. And I went to his. Uh, I went to join his stream to say GG, and I tuned him just in time for him, like to him saying, "Who even plays elites nowadays?" Like this, I'm. I'm not taking that as a real loss. Elites isn't a real deck, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Because evidently he was play testing, and uh, it did. <laughs> he wasn't expecting that matchup, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you never know what to expect when you're, when you're playing <laughs> Sometimes you do just hit some really random decks that you just went, which it weren't expecting. Um, but yeah, no, so like, it's, it was an amazing event. They did so many good things. Um, apart from that, like, obviously we've got the latest patch notes, which was uh, patch 216, which we didn't get too much going on other than some bug fixes, but they did actually do something which the community was crying out for, which is return the old Teemo and Fizz skins. Because obviously when they um, added Vandal, which is Vandal City, uh, they changed the skins for Teemo and Fizz and didn't give any like way of using the old skins at all. It was literally, no, these are the skins now, enjoy. So there was a big which a big outcry that people were like I say a big outcry. There was a big medium outcry. (laughs) (laughs) For which the old skins and so they've put those back in with this latest patch. I mean I'm not gonna lie, I'm I might change the Teemo skin, but you know what? I'm going to keep Sexy Fizz. <laughs> I, I like the new Fizz skin, but uh, the thing, like, level one, uh, uh, like, foundation Teemo, yeah. original level one Teemo, it is the perfect, like, uncanny vanny between cute and psychotic. Like, there's something <laughs> very unnerving about that art, and I love it. I I, I can see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it, that, it, 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 what's the word? Ensues? No, it, it, uh, in parts, I suppose, fear. Like, it it, 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 it scares me anyway. Because, mm. like, the crease under his eye, right? It, yeah. it doesn't look like his <laughs> eyes are shut. It just looks like his eyes are void. <laughs> like, do you see what I mean? It looks like his I, eyes are open and I, just empty abysses. I, I can kind of see Now that you say and I look at it, I can kind of see what you mean. It's yeah. quite a scary thing. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I said like uh, we made we we, should, we got those changes. Uh, we got some changes in terms of um, I said like a couple of bug fixes. One of the funniest bug fixes that they did change, which I do like, is when sharing keywords stacks of, which it stacks of impact should now grant like a consistently or uh, consistently, which um, is why I was playing a deck today, which was a give it all deck with impact units because if you use give it all because uh, i'm guessing it didn't work beforehand because i never tried it beforehand but just seeing that uh somebody in my chat was like try this deck out you, you're gonna love it and i did uh, because <laughs> obviously if you throw down tenor of terror onto the board he's giving what you like oh, two units of impact if you've got more units of impact if you use give it all then it stacks all oh. of it, 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 it stacks the impact including the impact which is on like so, the unit already itself will it get it gets given that back again. So your entire board gets impact five or whatever. I mean, if you if you used terror, if you used um, tenor of terror twice, everyone would have four impact. In yeah, terms yeah, of, yeah. Um, Shiggy, yeah. That's that's so cool. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 stupidly funny and. The deck list that I was given by uh, one of my viewers, uh, Unhitful Yoda, was magnificent as well because it includes a, a number of elusive units as well. So you have the option this or that. So either to go in with all these impact units and just buff up the impacts or give yourself elusive, which so it works out really well. And it's, a, it's a really nice deck. But I, I have to say, I love that change in uh, the latest bug things because that is a really funny deck to play. 
yeah, no, I uh, I enjoyed the bug, which is siphoning strike just didn't work with Katarina. I find it funny that Katarina is just such a forgotten champion that cards just don't work with her. <laughs> this is like this is like the sixth card that's been rigid. This is like actually dead ass the sixth card that has been released and doesn't function with Katarina. <laughs> Like yeah. every so often, they're just like, "Oh yeah, that card." I mean, it's nice to see her every once in a while, but let's face it, like you know, it's one of those kind of champs where there does need to be some tweaking potentially. It, it's, I feel like it's it's her cost and the fact that she does rally, but it's such a loss of impact. And then, oh, oh sorry, um, blah, blah, tempo. She keeps going back to hand, and you've got to pay that cost again and again. Like it's, it's one of the it, things she doesn't feel good in the early game. Well, it's really weird, right? So she has an abominable win rate as like a three of, right? It, it, mm. If she is her, your play around champion, she is like you're you're sitting like a forty five percent win rate, and the same is true of most Yasuo lists. Yasuo is like pretty garbage, right? But for whatever reason, three of Yasuo. One of Katarina and two of like Swain or Zed or whatever are currently sitting on like fifty six percent win rates with really? over with over a hundred games each, which is a pretty okay sample size for this early in the patch. Well, I, mean, not I, might, early, I might need to go and have, I might need to go and have a little look at that. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> the Katarina has always been like the weird one of zesty includes give your deck like an extra two percent win rate for no real reason. Katarina was just always that card where, to me, I, I I think the most I ever played her was when Kent Shiraka was such a big thing in the like I, when when Kent Shiraka first entered the game and it was such a big thing. Like Katarina, I think that was the most I ever played her, just because whenever Kent tried to eat her, it would like you'd you'd learn, you'd you'd just like laugh at your opponent in terms of as they learn that them trying to eat her doesn't work. That would work on me. That would work. I would never have made that connection. Yeah, no, that happens so many times. It's like, like oh, throw down your champion, you fool! I shall eat you if Tom Kench immediately goes. Which it happens. The strike happens because it does say strike me. Like his whole thing is yeah. Like, me, and then and then I put you inside. And then so we just do the strike and then go back into your hand. Like okay, that works. That's free. That's free damage in on what's it uh, all? Um, four damage in if she, if she levels. Every veteran like. Tom Kench player knows the first time they tried to eat an ephemeral unit. So, yeah, I, 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 but yeah, I would have fallen for that. I, that I wouldn't true. have even thought of that. Uh, which like a what? It's weird the the fact that like a one of the patch notes that we got from one of the previous patches was that they changed out like that we didn't cover was that they changed Bone Skewer to no longer work with ephemeral units because beforehand, um, Bone Skewer did actually work with ephemeral. So say that something was ephemeral, you used Bone Skewer. Um, it would strike the unit, and then before dying from the ephemeral, it would have Bone Skewer's other ability, which would then put it on top of the deck. Weird. Which so, they, they've, they changed and stopped that from happening. It doesn't happen anymore. The unit does now die. But, but yes. Well, the flight. The flight it still does, shuffles itself in, the right? Still, that's what I was going to say. The flight still shuffles itself in. Sure, whatever, right? <laughs> so, so, there's a bit of an inconsistency in that because literally I was playing it today against, which I mean, like, uh, against it. And somebody was using the flight. They had an ephemeral one. It just it shuffled itself again. It's like, well, okay, well, <laughs> consistency. Talking about consistency. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about consistency. Do you remember the um, Out the Way? Which were uh, out the way loaded dice deck, whereby if you use out the way the yeah. loaded dice, it, it becomes a permanent effect where every single time you do one damage, you nab a card. Yeah. Um, well, I was like, ah, let's try this, but with Akshan's font of of power, because obviously if you get to that point, the the wording on it says like you know, uh, draw two cards, and then for the rest of this round, um, your cards cost one less. So I was yeah. like, ah, that'd be a permanent buff. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, no. Th this is this is the problem with like this is the problem, right? We are so we've been playing this game for so long and we're so out there with our deck designs that sometimes we just try things that Riot wouldn't think of. So like <laughs> uh yeah, so it, it it it's it's I wouldn't call that necessarily a bug just so yeah. much as like an inconsistency that would never matter to anyone except us. Oh yeah, the one that got me and made me ever so very upset 
was yes. um, and I think this is actually an inconsistency in wording. I think this I think this is actually on me to know the difference between summon and play, but whatever. The uh, the Soul Shepherd w- says when I am summoned. Um, sorry, the Soul Shepherd says uh, whenever an ephemeral is summoned, give it plus one plus one. So if the yeah. Soul Shepherd is ephemeral for like let's say you got it off of um, Stalking Shadows, it gives yeah. itself plus one plus one. Right. Now I was very hoping, desperately hoping, in fact, when the spoilers were coming out, I had so many combo decks planned based around the fact that if I were to create a mirror mage, then the mirror mage would copy itself. I was very disappointed on day one to find out <laughs> that like six of my decks didn't work. Oh, <laughs> yeah, know. right. It's so disappointing. Like it says, whenever you play a created card or created follower, uh, summon a copy of it. But like, I, I guess I'm not. I guess there's a distinction between play and summon that we don't know. I mean, no, there is there is a difference between play and summon. Well, I mean, like, yeah, like as opposed to, when, when, well, has that distinction ever come up before with followers rather than spells? Um, not like I think of off the top of my head, but there is, there is definitely a, a difference between. Them. Yeah, but I, there... I, yeah, I wouldn't be able to, to, to go for it, like. Yeah, there, there's like, obviously, there's the when I am play, there's play colon versus when I'm summoned, but like, I was kind of hoping that the wording would line up the way I wanted and it didn't. Ah, sad, sadly not. But what's that work? But if you, so say that you play a mirror mage and then you copy the mirror mage, like say that you were to play the mirror mage, then throw down, um, like, fading memories or, um, why is why is that? Oh, the one oh, oh, oh yeah, uh, for for sure. Then you'd have three. Yeah. So I mean that does make because if it does because it does say that if you it says if, no, if it says the unit has to be played, then yeah, I can kind of see why that doesn't work. I do apologize. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I can see. I, I I suppose I suppose I I exactly. I saw I saw the soul I saw the soul shepherd thing and I got really excited and then it didn't work the way I hoped and then I reread the cards and I was like yeah I guess kinda <laughs> I guess you get me this time right yeah, you know what right fine I'm not happy about it but fine <laughs> it is upsetting that would have been a really funny combo but yeah. yeah these things are the way that they are there are certain cards which I think. Like it's Zephyr, <laughs> Zephyr Sage doesn't work on themselves, does it anymore? Not like, anymore. They, not they anymore. change. I mean, there are certain cards which potentially shouldn't work on themselves. Like for example, the one that we're seeing the most of it at this moment in time is Lumen Telescope. Gives you Lumen Telescope. Well, so, you... yeah, that, that's that's the question. How many Lumen Telescope? Like, how deep have you gone <laughs> down the the telescope loop? Like, <laughs> I, I I have so far managed to loop telescope like. I, I think the, the highest chain I've gotten is three, but like I have seen my opponents go like six telescopes deep. Yes, it's, it's I mean. disgusting. <laughs> Especially if Mayer's on the board, meaning that they all cost. Yeah, one. literally, it's like they're. It's all. It's always the poppy players that play Mayer and then get nine telescopes deep, so they just have constant two ones to fill the like the board, or at least that's what it feels like. Hmm. I feel I feel it's happening less than what we're seeing it, but like, or like you know, like in your mind, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Look, well, I'm not trying to say that there's a hundred percent chance of looming telescope being offered, but the math checks out. It's it's the it's the equivalent of just like in the past, Omen Hawk. They always had it in their hands. Oh yeah, <laughs> every time they had Omen Hawk to begin with, and that would immediately go into another Omen Hawk. <laughs> Can you believe that we're in a timeline where Omen Hawk didn't get nerfed, but it's somehow not in every deck anymore? Like I find it so unbelievable to believe that Omen Hawk got it, it, power crept. He used to be such a good like one drop. Right? It was based just... well the, back in the day. There was only two good one drops. There True. was, like, because aggro didn't really exist yet. Uh, so there, there was only the two birds, like, uh, and then, <laughs> and then later on, some, uh, then saboteur and uh, what's his face, the three two. When Nox and Forever came out, basically, a bunch yeah. of other one drops became better. But like, yeah. before aggro was viable, there was uh, Challenger Bird and uh what's its name it's, uh, silver fleet hawk yeah so, um, um fleet feather tracker yeah, yeah, yeah uh and omen hawk those were the the only good one drops because like it, it with with the mana float system it takes a lot to be a good one drop in this game back in the day back in the day <laughs> um, <But laughs> it's crazy now when you think about this like how much the game like, because obviously we've been playing this for so long it's, it's crazy to think like how all the different cards the strength the strength and weaknesses of 
like how they've with new cards coming in just the massive changes that we've seen go on it it is crazy i feel that bandle city has probably been the most we've seen like you know the the crazy diverse and changes obviously there was a a number of different bugs (laughs) that that needed to be fixed as well um mostly which you know what's weird when you think about it right the lucky find buff that got oh sorry the lucky the lucky find um problem with just the fact that it just continuously kept with shell folk yeah it kept happening my question is in its original form lucky fine i think would have been okay because what happened was when lucky fine first came into the game for everyone who doesn't remember um it actually used to you'd go into lucky find three options you'd pick one of them and then you'd get that zero mana spell in your hand as being so say that it was like fearsome or overwhelmed whatever you'd get that in your hand and then you'd play that again it got nerfed because it ended up being unbelievably crazy with lee because though like yeah zero man that, that, they just counted up his spells because it counted as two spells for zero cost like those just rocketed up lee's spells crazily to get into the point of kicking people and also um it used to work it would make two hits for Heimer, like it would make like two zero cost bots for Heimer. it would make um like what's his face uh victor would get like the augment of to- or any kind of augmenty cards would get like a thing off twice so they nerfed it so that it then became the second that you chose it just happened but in its first original form i think it would have been okay um, I, I suppose yeah i guess <laughs> it would have had a myriad of other problems but yeah <laughs> <laughs> it would have had, had some other things but what i mean is that it would have been you would have chosen and then you would get that spell again in your hand rather than lucky fine which is then around like does that what i mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i I, th- I i think um you're overestimating leeson's power i think riot were actually <laughs> just i think riot were actually just afraid of what it could do to assembly bot <laughs> i mean yes they're gonna keep him down <laughs> <laughs> assembly bot is always what they think about when they think yeah about. every time they release a card they're like sweating like <laughs> it's gonna be too good <laughs> but yeah so which is like uh, that obviously had to get changed uh the change that had to happen with arsenal just had to be done the fact that it just became, <laughs> it just became a permanent spell shield like i'm, <laughs> I'm untouchable <laughs> arsenal is still like crazy good though like oh, no, I, no, no. I, I really love arsenal control like the the yeah. the Zerath deck it's yeah. so much fun it is it is basically they get to turn eight and it's done unless you've got some way of targeting and then like because obviously like most of the time if enough landmarks have gone that's definitely gonna have spell shield um you need to have a way of hitting it and then hitting it again with something else like either like mini morph vengeance or something but you need that first initial ping to then hit that with and those are really costly removals and that's not just saying that they don't just go on to the next turn aha i throw down another one i i was playing um darkness into someone else who was playing ziggs and i didn't actually expect to see an, an arsenal in the deck because i thought it would be more of an aggro deck but this was like early days or earlier yeah. anyway um and I got it with the Vile Feast Minimorph, and it has to be the most powerful unit I have Minimorphed, because it had Impact 24. <laughs> they, they, they had done the Hourglass on it, so it had yes, re-entered. Yeah, yeah, like, that has to by far be the most... Like, I, I was erect for hours. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was crazy the amount of things that have happened with Arsenal when you think yeah. about it now. Like, for a card which I think most people, when they first saw it, it was like, oh, that, that looks cute. I mean, it might, it might. I mean, like, I mean, first initial like things like, oh, that, that looks good. We'll see how it goes. Bear in mind that at the time, landmarks weren't as crap. Like, let, let, since since this card has been, since this card has entered the game, and obviously Zaraf has entered the game, the play rate of what, what is this, the the Rolling Stones or whatever it's called? Oh yeah, one, yeah, like, yeah. The play rate of that is ro- unrappled Earth. Yeah. The play rate beforehand was like nothing, and now suddenly skyrocketed. Remember when they first released Talia and all of her associated cards, and she was absolutely dreadful and like a genuine joke? And yeah. then they released Malphite, and the deck didn't get any better, so they had to buff everything. Yep. 
Riot, Riot should have actually just went, guys, we swear. Just, like, wait a couple more months. Just, just, just wait. Just wait. <laughs> just, just wait. Guys, listen, guys, don't worry about it. I swear that as you, I swear that sometimes because they know what's coming in the future, like, they put cards out knowing what else is so, like, because they're probably crafting cards and that months and months in advance because we need to, like, you know, they need to have people who are in there testing, they need to have people who are in there doing the artwork, they need to have this, that, and the other. So cards are massively already, like, you know, potentially... Bright's already got like the next three expansions after this fact, like you know, on on the cards and uh, pardon the pun, um, yeah. <laughs> like already big. So they're that far into the future that when they're testing things, they're going yeah, okay, this, this all works out together nicely and that. But they're like you know, the way they're testing it, they're not going, like seeing what's like uh, what's current. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like, so, yeah. I swear, I swear that happens sometimes, and that's why. We see certain things that have happened, like uh, nerfs that then get reverted. Because, like for example, like um, Bilgewater, a lot of their cards and that got nerfed. Nerfs that were which it reverted. So at the time, people were like, "This is crazy, Bilgewater! Look, how can you have this Riptide Rex with all these things? How is this impossible?" Um, looking at it now, yeah, give him his cannon back. You can imagine, yeah, that's what I mean. You can imagine just having. All these cards here, because like you know, at the time we didn't have anything along the lines of right of negation. Like right of negation just shuts down all of Red Tide Rex's cannons. I, so, uh, I love the idea of like Riot employees in their ivory tower are like, haha, those damned fools. They do not know that in a couple of months it will be the Garen meta. <laughs> <laughs> So, Garen Lux, it will be everywhere. Those damn idiots. Exactly. They, don't, they just don't know. <laughs> Garen Drindamir, fuck them. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like that's that's um, how they sometimes do things, is that they are looking at things like too far into the future that they're not seeing that just by putting this. Because, obviously, the way they break up expansions, you get a little bit of expansion, and then you get a little bit more of the expansion, and then you get yeah. a little bit more. Like The way that's broken up, means that like there's certain things where it certain things seem weak or certain things seem too strong but altogether it it seems right yeah yeah right, yeah but we don't get the altogether picture until much later on down the line yeah i i'm just looking at all the champions now and it's like i'm just looking at trendamir like <laughs> bro power creep did you dirty like no one like, sure, sure Trindamir is in Field of Rush, right? But, like, that is a, that is not really playing Trindamir for its merits. That's playing Trindamir for cheese. Like, vanilla playing Trindamir has to be one of the most, like, devastating feelings in this game. He's such a loss <laughs> of tempo. <laughs> he is worse than most followers. I mean, it's, it's one of those things, right, where you have to play him for the atrocity move, right? Like, yeah. Like, that that is he's, he's it sounds terrible, but that's his best use. Yeah, that the 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 meme from Rick and Morty. What is my purpose? You go <laughs> you go into the enemy nexus. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, it's it's a shame. Like you're gonna see this with loads of champions, though. There's loads of champions which uh, you no longer really see anymore. Yeah. You don't really see their archetypes anymore. Like okay, like there was a, a post on Reddit. Where somebody was saying, like, it was like a couple of days ago or so, uh, of somebody who was new playing the game, just say like, oh, it's it's a great game, but I can't play this game anymore. They really need to nerf um, Daybreak because I just keep I keep playing yeah. into Daybreak text, and it's so OP with them getting their buffs and fists. You're speaking about looking at uh, like people who have played something. What do you mean? There's still people playing Daybreak. I, I, <laughs> I was. I was playing League of Legends with a friend of mine that's just gotten into Legends of Runeterra. And they like when I say just gotten into, I mean like three months of playing, right? Yeah. They're a long-time Legends, uh, League of Legends player and a medium-new uh, Legends of Runeterra player. And we were playing, and he got killed by Diana in mid lane. And he was like, yo, D Diana would make a really cool card. I can't, like, I can't wait for them to add Diana to Legends of Runeterra. And I was like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. While, while they're at it, I, they should probably add Nocturne. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, no, that would be that would be cool. <laughs> I love Nightfall. Nightfall is so much fun. Like it has a play, like it has an okay win rate, but it has like a play rate of a percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 
it's it's same with any kind of card game. Archetypes rise, they fall. New cards get added to them, and things change up. Um, there's only a few decks which kind of stay. Like you know, I think discard has been probably the longest running archetype. It has been completely reimagined, though. It's been completely reimagined, but I mean, like, in terms of as an archetype, discard as being one of the top decks. Yeah, yeah, true. It's completely reimagined with these these crazy new cards that were given to it in terms of what it can do now. Yeah, with with, with patch 2. What was it? 2.14. They they, they deleted Jinx. It was pretty pretty (laughs) rude of them. (laughs) Who needs needs Jinx when you got Scion, buddy? But I mean, like, Scion's got crazy abilities himself if he doesn't get many involved. Yeah, Scion has some crazy packs. Like, does Jinx have crazy packs? (laughs) I think not. But it's thing. I think that's the longest running archetype, which has managed to sustain somewhat okay um well, i say i'm somewhat okay it's managed to stay within meta relevance the whole way through discard um yeah. a lot of other things as i said like you've seen the, the rise and fall of so many different things but maybe one day daybreak might return for, for all we know like all it takes is adding a new like you know having like the shadow Owls equivalent for um nightfall having a different region which also runs those cards if it works well enough with them i i think what daybreak needs is a nightfall card that supports daybreak effectively uh because the problem with daybreak is that you need to play actively you need to be always making the first move and like the the best version of daybreak is the version that runs relentless pursuit because it gives you something to do after you've already been forced to develop like you yeah. can go, you can essentially go again, and you can play responsibly, kind of by cheating the combat system. But something that would really help Daybreak would be a Nightfall card designed to to support the Daybreak deck. Hmm. Yeah, okay. at least in my opinion, I can, I can see that because it is you have to play this card first. Yeah, having something to back it up as being a thing, or. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know what they'd have to do for Daybreak to actually be, like, proper. The burn was a step in the right direction. Like, the, our new Daybreak card is, is, like, one of the strongest Daybreak cards to exist, so... It's the... true. It, it, did, it did see a bit of a rise in Yasuo coming back for a little while. Every single set has a rise in Yasuo, and then a steep fall in Yasuo. Like, people need to stop trying. It's it's whenever a new stun card gets entered, the guy's like, oh, it's his time. It's his <laughs> finally, time. This, finally. This time, for real. <laughs> I swear. I mean, I'm, you can't give up, man. You can't give up every time. It's just, you, you gotta give it a go, right? Giving up would imply that I tried in the first place. <laughs> when I saw Event Horizon, I I didn't move like I didn't twitch an eyebrow. I assure you, I did not think for one second it was Yasuo's time. They just need to add a few more stun cards to bad. <laughs> I, I I'm, I'm reasonably surprised, to be fair, that uh, that um, that Event Horizon doesn't see more play just as a good card. But I, I suppose it's just not good enough. Uh. It's it's one of those things, right, where it's a five cost. It is fast speed, like, stun, but it really does depend on... Because it has to be three or less attack, or two or... I can't two, remember or less, what, two or less. Two, two or less attack, which at some parts it, it can be... Like, if you were playing... Potentially, if you, if you were playing something that was consistently getting down the opponent's attacks, like, if you were playing... Like Sharima's abilities of causing attack to go down. Yeah, maybe, but because then like a you could get, like use that going into a stun and then Sh- they shout out block. to your newest video. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, but that that's not using that combo. It's just, yeah, like fearsome's in general, but something along those lines whereby you are forcing the opponent's attack down so that then that that stun is going to be it. But that's five mana plus whatever you've got to do to get the attack down in the first place. Like, yeah, it's quite a lot to do, and uh, that's not talking about buffs that could be in the game, which we do obviously know there's a lot of cheap buffs in the game, which then they yeah. can then um, get past it. 
I don't know. I, I was kind of like imagining the previous meta. I didn't realize the meta would evolve like this, where all of the aggro decks have infinite resources. Like the Vandal City has drastically evolved aggro. Like this most recent set, uh, we either have Scion, which draws faster than any control deck, like yeah. go through its deck at startling rates. Yeah. Like more, like or or rather, I suppose Jinx drew very quickly as well. But they they hold it holds onto the resources in hand. It, it's never Hellman. I mean, I feel that the craziest add to the deck has been Lost Soul. Just yeah. the oh, yeah. continuous, I don't run out of cards. Like, this is now a card which will remain in my hand forever. <laughs> like, this is a permanent addition to my hand, yeah. Exactly. And especially when they get three of them going, just like, they're just continuously just laughing as they put these things on the board. They've got challenge. It's quite a good stat line for a challenge unit as well. Okay, oh, yeah. Knock, knock your stuff away. Go back into hand and go, okay, well, I'll, I'll discard that with Rummage or I'll discard that with a Draven Axe. Like, you know, I've got this continuous machine. <laughs> I heavily assume that um, Lost Soul will get a nerf at some point. Maybe not the next patch, but probably the patch after that. It is not oppressive, but it is very, very good. Oh, very good. Very, very good for what it does. So maybe a um, a change on the cost, so it's not four cost, the one that comes out of it, maybe like five cost, or like even yeah. that, it's not, it, it still does what it's doing, but it is not as easy to get out and do loads of them multiple times on later. Yeah, it's, it's that line is way too good for a card that is essentially permanent in hand. Uh, yeah. But the uh, what, what I was saying about aggro decks is, uh, apart from Scion, there's also the advent of these new Nox, um, Vandal City, or um, Bilgewater Vandal City decks that win through a cop, like win through slow burn. People are calling it like poke damage, and and they are constantly refilling their hand with um, cards like Concologist and that. It, it's a weird time to be playing burn. A very good time though, like an exceptional yeah. win rate. It, it can still it can burn you down, but at the same point, it can still keep hand which hand advantage. Yeah, it, it is. It's always, it's always been burns downside. Is I play a burn deck. I know that my plan here is I get things, throw them on the board, and throw them direct and, and try to smoke face without like I, I I know at some point I'm gonna run out of steam because I'm putting everything into it, and it now battle sees like look, you know that little bit about running out of steam with your hand. Don't worry about that. Yeah, it's it's weird, right? Like your play, you as a burn player will sit down opposite a like Sejuani gangplank deck, and you will start bricking it because you're not going to be able to kill them fast enough, and that's just so weird to me. <laughs> but I mean, it, I think that Battle City has just introduced so many things. I feel like we will see certain nerfs and whatnot because I mean, um, there are some cards which give far more value than what their cost is. Oh, yeah. So I do believe that like there's a, there's a few cards that are probably going to get hit at some point in the near future. We've also um bearing in mind like there's been so many people saying and this is only the first bit of Bandle City. Yes. We've still got two more hits of Bandle City and people have already said the the power level of these cards is going to be quite insane. So I do feel like we are going to see more nerfs than that coming in and like I, I feel that at some point, I know that I say this every now and again, but it's going to be a factor uh, at a point that cycle is going to start to happen at some point, which we probably will end up seeing like some of like the lesser powered cards or like all the cards that just can't keep up anymore. Just like those cycle out and then we might get like new editions of of them that have been brought up to like you know you know in the future like that have been brought they up rotate out trendomir and bring in Ch trendomir's chad cousin olaf <laughs> <laughs> it's the same card but he costs six yeah. <laughs> maybe no, I, I, uh, one thing about this expansion that i like very much so remember when um i think it was fizz tf was like a big problem when we were saying on the podcast that there is always going to be a most powerful deck. If um, if a most powerful or most popular deck tilts you out, that maybe card games aren't for you. Like hmm. there's never not a deck that will make people angry. This expansion has the least rage-inducing, most rage-inducing deck of any expansion. <laughs> Zoe Nami, at least in my personal experience, isn't that bad, and it is the most popular, most in air quotes rage-inducing deck. It's it's one of those things whereby. If you know what to hit at the right time, 
like, because, right, that, that whole deck, it's crazy, but that whole deck's basic thing is that it wants to make sure that it is keeping their elusives on the board and that those are the things that Nami is buffing. Nami is the number one problem in that deck that you have to deal with. Like, if you've got a way of dealing with her in terms of removing her from the board, make sure that you do. Yeah, quickly. <laughs> because, <laughs> because she is the one who is increasing their stats unbelievable. Now, I know that at some point Shelly comes into the mix and is then also buffing them, but that's much more later on down the line. Like, Nami's the one that you have to hit. Yep, sure. Zoe's there, and Zoe is also an issue, but it is Nami's the bit, the one that you need to deal with because I feel like I see a lot of people hitting the like hitting the Zoe or whatnot when it should be hitting the Nami on on that thing because they also need to make sure that they are um, keeping the elusives as being like because that that deck runs um, why can't I think of the name of it right now uh, Double Trouble yeah. and cards like that you weirdly have to keep them those cards a lot like you need to be looking at it and thinking yeah sure these things like i, I feel that like some people look at it and think oh, oh finally some cards that i can trade with because not <laughs> elusive. I, I must trade with these cards you kind of need to keep those cards alive because those cards then become the thing which nami starts buffing as but like you know because obviously because nami only buffs the like buffs the weakest yeah so if you keep those cards you are removing buffs from their elusives at that time, but obviously that's the main thing you need to be doing is trying to remove Nami. And if you're running anything which can like completely disrupt elusive play anyway, then you should be fine. Um we've been seeing like, you know, Caitlin's bombs, like uh, uh flash bombs coming in can can do some problems, like uh, create problems from especially if you're in Noxus with that to be able to throw in flock or or whatnot that needs to be done for removal like that there, there, there it's not as bad a deck as people are making it out for as long as you work around it and know what to hit yeah i totally agree it's like as as the most obnoxious deck goes we've had oh it was a zero relia it was a zero relia yeah, yeah that was the deck that we were talking about <laughs> oh that was the deck yeah i mean fizz tf a zero relia nox p and z um etc etc the most obnoxious deck of the day this is in my experience or in my opinion rather the the least rage-inducing one we've had. This is the one whereby I think that there are more answers to it. Like, yeah. in terms of you... Like, Azira Irelia had such a good curve and had such a good um, thing where literally it just got to a point where they just had to keep throwing things out, throwing things out. If, if you can't... And what you need to also remember is that that deck also has the way of protecting their champions through recall. So yeah. you'd go for trying to remove those champions and they go, ha ha, recall. This deck doesn't really have ways that they can, like, as long as you have the right moves, um, this deck has got no way of them really protecting their champions other than buffing their, buffing their stats up. What I mean is yeah. like uh, removing them completely from play <laughs> so yeah. that they're, you know, that, that's what I mean. So yeah, just if, if you have the leniency to... Um... To do so, just pretend Nami has five health, not three, and then you'll usually kill her. Yeah, because yeah. You, 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 it's also knowing what that deck runs, right? Like you know that that deck is going to be running the um, why can't I think of the, the the name of the spell which gives two health in target? Sunblast Vigor. Oh. Sunblast Vigor. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as, as long as you know that you're playing around those cards that you know are probably going to like, there was somebody I I I, I love when people don't actually remember how the hell Sunburst works. And <laughs> there was actually somebody in Worlds who forgot how Sunburst worked. Because, oh, no. um, yeah, there was like, uh, you put it down and then they buff it up. Like, I had somebody today, I used Sunburst on top of their Nami and uh, they immediately threw two of those Vigors on top of her. And I was like, hmm, you do realise she's going to get a silence? Like, Foo, dead off the board, immediate concede. Because they just used two of their spells, which are really good at keeping things alive. That <laughs> is absolute. That is so sad. That's so sad. It's it's a, to be fair. Sunburst is such an underplayed card. It's it doesn't surprise me that people. Like, it doesn't actually like people were saying that. I can't believe that this person at Worlds made the mistake. And it's like it's such an underplayed card. I can see why they made that mistake. Yeah, because once once like, you've been playing for a really long time, you don't read cards anymore. Hmm. You just, you, you, just, you just kind of you, assume you know what they do. 
You just think, oh, six damage. Okay, right. I get around six damage. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you forget about that little other bit of text. Yeah. So, um, the que- the question I have for you is, what would you say is your favorite champion to come out of the new expansion? Ooh. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's a good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird for me because having played around with so many of them, I love Ziggs. If I'm gonna like, if I had to say like a like off the top of my head, like Ziggs is kind of, I love what he can do and all the different landmark removal stuff which is there with him just continuously posing the threat of two damage. Plus, if you can then like combo him to give him overwhelm. Which, if you're running him in a deck potentially with Tally and using that Overwhelm card, can be really funny having them both with Overwhelm. Uh, I have seen like Sunny run a deck which is running Ziggs and uh, Swain and using that Overwhelm card to give Swain Overwhelm as well as, as Ziggs. Like uh, that. that's very cool. Yes, it's a really good deck. I would recommend checking it out. Um, but there's certain which there's certain things like that that I really love about Ziggs. But then again, I I love Senna. Because Senna's ability of making certain spells fast speed is stupidly ridiculous as well. Like I've, I think Senna's probably the one I've built with the most because different decks of making her make Lux's spell go fast speed, uh, making go hard, which is making go hard go into pack your bags like at fast speed in numerous different decks. Like especially with the catalog of regrets, um, is stupidly funny. I even made a Noxian version of, of which I made like a Noxian version whereby uh, throwing down Captain Farron and then getting both his decimates at fast speed <laughs> is stupidly <laughs> funny to do eight damage to somebody's core and they can do literally like, other than if they're playing like uh, what's his face um, right of oh, negation yeah. of yeah. night yeah. they've got very little way to get around eight damage to core like th- there's so many different ways of utilizing her ability of making slower speed which is slower speed spells fast that i do really i do really like senna yeah yeah that's that's fair uh i would i don't really know what the answer is i'll be honest with you i asked him i don't really know what the answer is it's definitely <laughs> not nabi tristana ziggs poppy vague or zarath or senna it might be zarath actually it caitlin zarath or scion I couldn't tell you exactly who i've had a lot of fun climbing with caitlin like i i think she's been my go-to for ranked play at the moment Zerath is actually just such a fun play style uh, yeah. I really enjoy his deck even though his design can, is really boring I can agree with that and Scion's art is just so bitching I See, love Scion's so, art I I mean I I would say Scion but I have had too many ex- number one I've had too many experiences on both sides of uh, making him into a little blue a little blue seal that that's just I can't. I can't. Yeah, that was the art I was talking about. Obviously. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my bad. He's so cute. He's so cute. <laughs> Lil Wee Scion. <laughs> well, well, I saw an absolutely excellent shit post on Twitter, and I would love to like, I'd love to like quote the person exactly, but I forget who posted it. Where they were like, they need to nerf. Um, what's the card actually called? Minity or Minitize? Uh, or... Minimorph. Minimorph. Yeah, they need to nerf Minimorph. The card is just absolutely like. Unacceptable in its current form. Three three is just too much of a stat line. It has to turn them into a one one, <laughs> like, which is beautiful. Good bait and switch. Yeah, I I still have no problem with the card itself. Oh yeah, totally. Same. Personally, I really think that it's healthy. Like I know there's a lot of people who would disagree with me. Yeah, uh, but I really think that it's healthy that we have this kind of burst speed removal in the game because, let's face it. Like any other thing is, it can easily be countered, and this just like you know, shuts. And it's the fact that you know that your opponent has it. They've only got three of them in the which are in their uh, deck, unless they're doing some weird kind of like a you know, um, creating more situation. And uh, it costs six. Six is a lot to like you know force out of an opponent to put down, and it really only punishes somebody who's going in for a all in one um, yeah. win con condition. Rather than like, a, if you spread if you spread a board, they can only hit one of your, one target. So if you if you've got a, a good enough board, then you're not really worrying. But if you're putting everything into one, you're putting all your eggs into one basket, then all the eggs get smashed. Yeah, I, 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 I find myself in positions often if I'm playing aggro decks where I think to myself, I've been going like all in this entire game. 
They have been answering my threats. I've got them down to three cards in hand. I'm still on 12 cards, obviously, because I'm playing aggro <laughs> in current year. Yes. Um, yeah, that, like, I, 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 I'm playing against control. I have pretty much endless resources because of the way Burn plays at the moment. Um, they're down to like three cards in hand. I am often thinking to myself, I hope at least one of those is Minimorph. <laughs> I hope they are stuck on Minimorph. Yeah. Because it is, it is one of those cards. It, it does cost a lot. It does an amazing job, but it does cost a lot to get there. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I just think that I, I've got no issues with yeah, the card, personally. Not um, at all. I know there's a lot of people who do. I, I am actually, like, if we're just talking about the state of the game as a whole, I am very impressed with the meta right now. It is unreal diverse. Like, Oh, yeah, massively yeah. so. I know, I know we say all the time that Legends of Runeterra has, like, a absolutely insane range for Tier 1, Tier 2 decks. Like, just a huge number of decks come under that umbrella of, like, ranked playable when compared to MTG or um, Hearthstone or... Oh, yeah, yeah, massive. Other, yeah, but I'm now comparing it to itself. Like, yeah. this patch has, under that umbrella, more decks than fucking ever. Like, I... I it- just because of the number of cards that are in the game and the number of strategies that are still playable from previous expansions. It is such a double-edged sword in a weird way uh, in terms of just like a devil's advocate talking from both perspectives. I love it because I love seeing different cards and I love seeing different strategies all at work and not like a queuing into the same thing again and again and again, which like, a, let's face it, when a Aurelia was a thing, it was again and again and again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but there are people, obviously, who are, like, I believe if you ask a lot of the top-ranked players, a lot of people who have struggled this season because normally it is just, okay, I queue up with my with my deck. It is pretty much standard. I know what I'm going to be facing because it is most of the time going to be probably what I'm playing or it's going to be, um, like, only, like, one of three decks which are mainly laddable. Yeah. And loads of people have been having problems because, because the diversity is so much like, I know how to play against this. What the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, no, it's it. We are playing matchup roulette more than ever. Like you yeah. will rank into things. And you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, but I I love that. I love like so. For example, I've just searched Mobilitics by Nautilus. Um, deep makes up less than like a fraction of a percent of the meta right now, but it has a fifty three percent win rate. Uh, and that's over a sample size of hold on, it was a couple thousand. So people are still playing deep and it still has a positive win rate. Let me search by Diana, that champion that doesn't exist. Um, Again, fraction of a percentage, uh, 300 sample size, 53% win rate. Hmm. Like every strategy still exists. I'm not complaining. Like personally, I love it. I'm just saying from a competitive player's standpoint, uh, they don't like it because they want, like it's so hot, especially with ranked being the only way to qualify for, um, events yeah it is true i i I can understand from their point of view how it is really hard for them at this moment in time because of the diversity but i said personally i love it because i just love like doing like playing crazy things and whatnot but i can also see the other flip side of the coin and why we're getting a bunch of competitive players saying they're not liking the current meta at this moment in time just do what the rest of us know lives do and play with a 60 percent win rate play (laughs) three thousand games and then make your way to the top of the ladder like Exactly. Or, what's if, wrong with if you can hold on to that 51% win rate and you have no life, then you're practically rank one. <laughs> True. True. The maths, the maths <laughs> checks out. I'll give you that. Yeah, but um, all kinds of decks that like are not really, you wouldn't really call them meta. Feel the Rush, uh, Twisted Fate Swain, um, even Thresh Viego, um, Sivir Tomkench, like Shen J4, there are so many tier two decks, a crazy number. Oh, yeah, no, Frostbite, yeah. uh, to name like literally one I mean, tenth. You, you, you could literally stand, go on for hours and hours yeah. and hours. Yeah. And sadly, we do have the time for yes. that because I think that we should um, draw to a close. But I hope that everyone enjoyed listening to us. Bear in mind, obviously, if you are listening and you're on the EU shard, me and Janky are going to be running a tournament on the 2nd and 3rd of October whereby um, EU Shard, it's Vandal Bonanza, some really fun rules in there. Hopefully the link will be somewhere around and whatnot. Like potentially yep. it will probably just be all going down on the Sunday because there's a, I can't remember what my player list might count. Basically, if we don't get a certain amount of players, we won't do the Swiss round on the second. Yes. But uh, which is like, okay, we'll just go into the Sunday uh, double elimination. But 
it should be a lot of fun. And if you want to get involved with the £150 prize pool, then why the hell not if you're in the EU shot? Yeah, because there's not very many people that have signed up already, uh, your chances of winning go up and also the prize pool, like, gets split among less people. So you have a better chance of, like, banking out on actual, like, real palpable amounts of cash. This is very true. This is very true. So if that sounds like fun, what are going to get involved? And um, yes, thank you so much for listening. You can obviously catch us if you're not listening to us on uh, which is uh, YouTube or though the other places to see us, which is yeah, like yeah. You know, YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, like all these different things. So you're obviously <laughs> listening to us through one of them. I, if I, thought, like... I thought you were about to like... So if you're listening through YouTube, you obviously don't know that you can listen to us on SoundCloud and on Spotify. If you're listening to us on SoundCloud... I, 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 will, I will admit, I will admit, my brain did not work out how I was going to say that sentence before, before it randomly started coming out of my mouth. But there yeah. are all these different ways of uh, listening to us. So if you prefer one method or the other from whatever way that you've managed to get to listening to us, then know, know that the option is available to you. Shut up, Danky! <laughs> Never change. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, obviously you can catch all of our content, uh, both me and Janky do, um, like, I know that Janky less so stream and do YouTube content, but if you want to catch that, you can catch our respective links down below. But thank you so much. And uh, until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.